0: It's Calling the Dogs with Chansey and she, and we are calling the number one team in the land, Dogs. <laughs> Sorry, there wasn't a really good way to, <laughs> to do that, but uh, it, that did not really go smooth. But, uh, but man, did our game go smooth this weekend. Holy cow. Uh, it's been, it's becoming a little more commonplace, but man, that just, that felt, doing I guess doing it to an SEC opponent uh, just... Felt different at their home stadium,
1: uh, but man, that was that was a great time. I had tons of fun. Yeah, you're talking about. Uh, first of all, let's not. We're not going to bring our B game today, okay? All right, we gotta we gotta step it up a notch. <laughs> that opening <laughs> statement. But um, no man, I we had a blast watching that game. That was just one of those one of those games where you go into it, and you're like, you've we've got all these fears. We talk about it all every year. We got all these fears of, of, of the trauma that we've gone through, uh, you know, in the twenty tens and, and, and these years. I mean, even, you know, three years ago in twenty nineteen, we lost South Carolina on a, you know, blue game where we just didn't show up at home. And we always have that in the back of our minds, no matter what. When a national championship does not really change that if you're a Georgia fan after forty years of, of waiting for the big big game to actually happen. Um, but yeah, man, that was Took only uh, what you know, ten minutes, less than ten minutes of, of game time, and you are like, man, we're up fourteen nothing. Oh, we're up twenty one nothing. I was uh, about as easy going of a watch as uh, as it can go. Uh, so, especially with the SEC opponent, that was uh, pretty pretty nice.
0: Well, and that was the thing is, I just felt like we never tried. Like it just everything just seemed so effortless to the guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've just offensively, it just it felt like we were running run drills, and, and apparently this was, this was, uh, buddy Todd Lambert, he he put his Stetson bench flu game, apparently the dude was throwing up on the sideline still threw for almost 300 yards, and was throwing dimes, and, and and just, it was, it was kind of crazy to, to watch, but, uh, everything was just, it was kind of, it was like a repeat of, of Oregon, I mean, we just dismantled them, and yeah, South Carolina's not a great team, but I mean, they put up, where they put up twenty or uh, twenty or thirty points on Arkansas? i think it's thirty points on Arkansas. I mean, they're it. not a—they're—they're yeah. they're not a joke, and and uh, and we just we just dismantled them. I mean, they scored those. The most frustrating part of this game is the seven points scored in the last minute of the game, um, that that they did. But my gosh, I mean, to to basically have no points scored on us in meaningful playing time, the three games into the season, uh, and to be putting up. 30 points pretty much I think every game we've had 30 points by the half or at least four scores um four touchdowns and you just start looking at our um drive summaries of all these games and it's just it's just touchdown 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 (laughs) field goal touchdown 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 (laughs) I mean Sanford we had a few more field goals but holy cow man it's it's just it's, it's almost automatic, and, it, uh, and I'm just, I'm nervous, and we did, and we talked about the same thing last year, you get lulled into a false sense of security, but it's not really false sense of security, because you do it the whole season, and, and we pretty much did that last year, and so it's kind of it's like, well, what's going to change this year, because I feel like now we're looking at some of our teams, some of our opponents, and, and some of our competition has dropped in terms of quality of, of opponent, but at the same time, there has been some growth in, on some of the teams like Tennessee, but holy cow, uh, it's this was just everywhere. It was it was kind of kind of crazy to crazy to watch.
1: Well, I mean, who's it's it, who's going to punch us in the mouth? I, I really, at this point, I mean, you you could argue Tennessee or Kentucky might might get a good swing in there. But I mean, I'm, we're talking about like Tennessee gives us a jab, we're going for the freaking throat. Like I, <laughs> that's how I feel about this team right now. It's like I don't know. Tennessee is a lot of smoke and mirrors in my opinion and they have been for quite some time i mean how long have we been sitting here uh, for the past you know really five six seven years and they they always have talked up the tennessee offense like it's something special and then they get run into a buzzsaw at some point and you know back in 2017 like we mentioned last week uh, 41 to nothing is a pretty big buzzsaw and <laughs> You know, I'm just not – at this point, I I think Kentucky is probably the toughest, uh, second toughest team in the SEC East. Um, But then you look at the West, too, and you're like, man, who – besides Alabama, who really still hasn't looked great. I mean, they didn't look good against Texas. There are people that are arguing – I don't know if you've seen this, but there are people that are arguing that Alabama has played a tougher schedule up until this point than we have. And I'm like, well (laughs) – I don't even know who they played the first, first week. Wasn't it Mercer or something? And then they, they played Utah State and they played Texas. You mean to tell me that's better than an SEC team? I don't care who it is. Well, maybe Vandy might be the exception. South Carolina and Oregon. And then who, who did we play? Sanford? I mean, yeah, that's pretty. That's not a great game. But at the same time, I, we're, we're four weeks into the season. We're in our fourth week of the season, which is crazy, crazy to think about that we've already had a quarter of the season is behind us, right? And uh, or the you know the regular season, but I'm um, at this point there's nobody that I think we fear, and I think that's how Kirby wants it. But I think Kirby is you know like we've seen today. There was uh, was it the reporter yesterday that said um, you know threw out that rat poison, talking about how this is the best team, top to bottom or something like that. The most talented team they've ever seen, and all that, and then Kirby goes, "What did he say?" He's like, "Well, they must have been watching film from last year, or something like that." <laughs> Man, he's not going well, he to. that was their, He ain't going to fall that was, for
0: that. That was Kent State's coach, and uh, and letting him letting him know, and uh, and and I, I I think some of these other teams, and I, I think for us, kind of comparing, I think Alabama had Louisiana Monroe. That's who they played this past weekend and scored. Scored a bunch of points in like five minutes or, or something like that. But for, for me, I'm not even because my thing with them is I'm like they're gonna they'll figure they'll figure some stuff out. Like Alabama's got yeah. all season to get to get to their point. They're doing a lot of this stuff early. Usually they're kind of blowing through teams early on. Uh, Saban's gonna get Saban's gonna get them figured out. I'm not I'm, I'm I'm worried about them when I have to worry about them. My my thing is is the way that we're playing right now. Oregon turned around. And whipped up on um, let's see who who did they play this weekend? They, BYU? they played
1: they played well. They played BYU last weekend, but the weekend before they played Eastern Washington, which is a no name. But they scored seventy points. I don't care who you're playing, you put up seventy points against somebody. I mean, it could be the JV Louds County you know, team. I don't care, but seventy points is a lot. And then they also, I mean, a BYU team that was ranked, I think top top fifteen, top yeah, it was maybe like top 11. ten. It was like eleven yeah. or something like that, and uh, and, and they thumped and them. Play,
0: oh my gosh, they they whooped them around. They they beat, mm-hmm. I mean, I watched. I was slipping between that game and the uh, the Penn State Auburn game, and uh, and every time you look and Bo Nix looking like the hero they've always wanted, they were just storming down the field, and and, um, and so it was. It, so you you start to look at that, and like I said, South Carolina hasn't. They haven't been great this season, but uh, almost they've had to pull it out late against uh, Georgia State and then put up a good bit of points against Arkansas. But, uh, man, we're just – we're dismantling folks. And it's it's just – it's crazy to it's, – it's just fun to see. Because some, nothing has stopped us yet. And I think the big thing with Tennessee and with Kentucky, they've got our side of the ball that is really their strength. And so, for us, it's both sides of the ball have not shown weaknesses at this point. To, to the point that you're super concerned about where they're at. And so for us, if for Tennessee, if we've got our offense, their defense is going to have to stop us from scoring. <laughs> I mean, so it's kind of one of those things that that's what gives me confidence in where we're at. And, uh, I mean, just just wild to wild to think
1: about. And uh, scoring points, I mean, bro- go ahead. I was going to say that, I mean, really the only thing that I can point at where I am – a little concerned is our lack of pass rush, and I still think we're getting we're getting a rush. We're getting some effect on the on the quarterback. But I mean, what if we have one sack on the entire year? Now we haven't had to be aggressive. There's there's not been a single situation. Now, I think when we played Oregon, we talked about this. That's not Kirby does not want to attack Bo Nix. Kirby wants to contain him and force him to make stupid decisions down the field. Well, guess what? It, it worked to a T. You know, he made some stupid decisions down the field and that was a turning point in the game, especially that one terrible pick he threw. Um, but so you had that situation and then last weekend you're not dealing with a, a quarterback who's Spencer Radler, man, poor guy. Like I know we talked about it, like came into the year last year and was number one in the Heisman uh, odds and, and you thought they thought that they might. He might take them all the way. Caleb Williams comes on the scene, and Spencer Rattler transfers to South Carolina, thinks he has a chance, and just, man, you're surrounded by. Shane, Shane Beamer, first of all. <laughs> I love that there's this beef between him and, and Kirby. And uh, how about Kirby yelling across the sidelines, cussing at him? <laughs> but that's the thing is that Shane Beamer, I, from what I understand, Shane Beamer is one of the only – assistant coaches that kirby has had where it's not been like oh i give you my blessing as you leave kind of thing like he loves sam Pittman, you know he loved mel tucker and all these guys but uh don't know if it's the same situation with shane beamer um now of course shane beamer's just getting started at his school but there's a lot of people that don't think that he's going to do a whole lot but i also wanted to point out i think that they had several guys out last week weekend so i mean take that as you will i mean i'm not one of those ones that's going to be like, oh, that's the reason why we put up 48 points. No, I mean, like, the, this offense is not going to be stopped by anybody anytime soon. Um, but, oh, by the way, sorry, i got thoughts all over the place. Um, how about your boy with a prediction coming in? Remember, do you remember what I said? Two, two tight end touchdowns? Oh, yeah, you did. Good call. Yeah, Very well, good. Uh, there was actually three, technically. Bowers, oh, yeah. Bowers said... <laughs> But I said I said it was gonna be I think I said it was gonna be Darnell and Bowers, but I'll take uh, I'll take Bowers and Delp. How about that, man? Delp looked good out there.
0: One catch, one touchdown. That's a good. Uh, he's 100 percent right now, so that's a good. That's a good. That's, a good, that's a good strategy. I guess I need uh,
1: need to give Beck a little bit of credit for last week. <laughs> he looked he looked pretty sharp, but don't be fooled, everybody. I'm just I'm just well, saying, don't be fooled.
0: The, well, the guy the guy's not a bad quarterback. We just have we just got the mailman leading the leading the charge i mean stetson's out dry heaving through the drive and still throwing throwing touchdown passes running in for touchdowns i mean doing his mm. doing his thing How about
1: that plant i mean he is he trying to be like oh my god deandre swift oh
0: yeah he was swift was swift was uh swift had, had given some props for that one because it was it was beautiful i mean the guys and he's just he's in sync he he is just he he knows this offense. He he's comfortable in it. Munkin has crafted uh, just a great scheme and the guys are just having fun. I mean, the the just the breadth of, of what we're calling uh, play calling wise, it's just it's getting everybody involved. I mean, you look at uh, you go down the list and looking at our um, our people that caught the ball, we had 11 guys catch the ball. Over the weekend, I mean, obviously you got some guys. They were talking about, and then we had uh, guys rushing the ball. We had hell, we had d- ten d- different guys getting uh, get run the ball too. Um, but just, just we were we had people playing. I mean, the announcers they didn't even know all the people that were playing in the game. They were like, "We have a very large depth chart," and he's like, "I don't know who this guy is." <laughs> and so, I mean, there's there's a, there was a lot of that going on. But everybody's getting involved. I mean, Stetson, gosh, how many passes has he thrown in the fourth quarter? I think we say it every week. But nothing uh, is – I mean, he's just not being – he's not needing to do much. And so we're going to have to get tested at some point. I mean, something's going to happen where we're going to get pushed a little bit. But a lot of what pushed us last year is we couldn't really score the ball or we couldn't really score on offense. Sometimes it took a while to get get the offense running. But man, that has not been the problem this year. Goodness gracious! Just get the get the ball into number 19's hands. I mean, that was a performance. I mean, we were waiting for his breakout game. Yeah. And man, did he show? He there was some pent up aggression in uh, in some of those plays. That catch
1: that catch in the on the side of the end zone. I mean, mm. that's just how, <laughs> how about know. that play where he catches it over the middle, and it was reminiscent of that Georgia Tech play from mm-hmm. last year. But, he just, but instead of outrunning everybody, he makes some dude look stupid and then goes right around in the second guy. And, my gosh, that guy, every time you think, like, oh, man, there's guys that are – because he had guys that were on his heels right right before he hit the burst button. I mean, he, he had that NOS ready. But I'm telling you, right before he hit that, there was guys that were coming right up on him. I was like, ah, they're going to catch him. Like, he does not have the momentum that he, he normally has in this situation. And he just hit it, man. That kid is special. <laughs> And there's – I saw something. Apparently there's some Florida fan who's like, thank God he's going to be gone next year. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know he's a sophomore. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what a bunch of hey, idiots. Hey, look, you you mentioned uh, how Stetson hadn't thrown a pass in the fourth quarter yet. Uh, how about the fact that despite that, and despite not playing for the end of, I think – the majority, or at least two out of three games, he didn't play. At the end of the third quarter, um, he's still second in the league in the SEC in passing, and that's only second. I mean, within you know twenty-five yards of Will Rogers, who plays for Mississippi State, and they throw the ball like fifty times a game. Oh my God! Is... Yeah,
0: they they run the ball maybe four, maybe yeah. four rushes, and they throw the ball, and and he hadn't had to, and Stetson hadn't broken a sweat yet. Stetson's just. Just dancing out there. I mean, he's just mm. he's just having he's and having the time of his life <laughs> And yakking. <laughs> I mean, it, it just it, it's it's truly wild to see. And I don't think I don't think people. I mean, pe- people are starting to notice. Man, it's crazy to start looking at. Like if you're if you watch dog if you watch anything dogs on YouTube, and then your whole feed is just nothing but Stetson's face. I mean, the whole way through, and there's everybody's talking about him, and and, and rightly so. I mean, he has really done an incredible job and and munkin has put him in a scheme that he is going to be successful yeah and and our guys are just have the faith in him and and i feel like if everything i feel like we're going to keep repeating ourselves like we did last season it's all going to be the same stuff (laughs) if everything keeps happening the way it's going to be happening because all the same names come back we didn't uh never needed never needed uh ad to come into the game so we didn't didn't see him but lad still had a big game 52 yards um and just man it, it was just fun i mean everybody got it was just the brock show though i mean look five receptions 121 yards he averaged 24 yards a touch and two touchdowns passing and then he had a rushing touchdown so i mean i don't know it's it's just, it's nuts. I, I, I'm, I'm just having, I'm having a blast with it. And then you look at, and then you look defensively. I mean, um, I, don't know, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just crazy. I don't know if you had anything else to say about the offense, but before we go there, but it, it's all, I, it's all fun I, at this point.
1: I've always got more to say, um, but I I, 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 keep it, keep it short here. Let me just say one thing, or say a few things. I <laughs> got plenty to say. Let me just say one thing. Golly. Uh, Kendall, man, mm. dude, I, I'm just, I don't know if he's just, I know he has a little bit of, it's that injury is still bothering him or, or what, but man, he's still, he caught that one pass. So I was just, you were talking, you know, running through how many different receivers caught a pass uh, last weekend, and he hit that one kind of longish uh, catch. Uh, yeah, 35 yards. And man, he was so wide open, had so much room. And he had one guy to beat. And then he's, I mean, he probably had, you know, 40 yards, 40 or 50 yards to go to the end zone if he beat him. And, man, it should have been easy. Like Nick Chubb, Todd Gurley, DeAndre, so every single one of these running backs in the past. Elijah Holyfield, as slow as he was in the 40 time, he still would have made this move. I promise you he would have made this move. And, and he got around this guy. He, all he had to do was cut inside so just real easy man he just he couldn't do it he didn't he has no laterals he does not have a lateral move and that's what I'm scared of and Kenny you know Kenny is doing all this in the, in the receive, receiving out of the backfield they're not giving him many touches rushing touches out of the backfield but I still think I mean when you when he has the ball in his hands he's not a straight line runner like Kendall is but he's he makes the move to be able to get I mean he's good for five yards every t- time. I don't know, man. I'm a little confused because, I mean, you see Dejan get in there and he runs hard every play, and I respect that. He's just, he's small. He's, Dejan is small. And then you got Branson, who, I mean, I, I know he's running against probably some mix of some ones and twos in that situation, you know, late in the game, but Branson looked like, dare I say it, he looked like number 27 is who he looked like. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, man. I I don't know if there's going to be much shake up. I really don't. I think in, until Kendall shows us, you know, that he is definitely not the number two guy, uh, I think he's still going to stay and, and get those touches. But it does. It, I, I'm not concerned about our lack of rushing productivity because we just simply haven't had to. We we are essentially rushing with our passing attack. You know, the way that we're moving the ball down the field. We're not in a hurry. We're not running the hurry up. We are slowly, meticulously just absolutely stabbing or or i mean just taking shots at our every single opponent and just slowly they're just slowly dying
0: they're <laughs> <laughs> just bleeding out yeah. but you but but you're right it's 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 putting it's putting a guy like Kenny putting him in space to make a play and you know he's his success rate is going to be high out in the out in the flats out in the open mm-hmm. field let him let him go and let him make that move to get to the next level and uh, and that's what we're seeing. I mean, we're and same thing with Brock Bowers. We're running a reverse with our tight end. That's what you do with like your with like a running back or a, a small receiver. We're doing that with our tight end, and he is yeah. blowing <laughs> past everybody. <laughs> I mean, we can we just we we have whatever we want at our disposal when it comes to uh, running the ball. And the thing is, we're keeping Stetson, we're keeping him out of harm's way in a lot of this because we're getting the ball out quick because it's. A lot of screens, a lot of a lot of reverses, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of movement, and and, and we're just keeping guys on their toes. Because the thing is, we got so many guys we can get the ball to that nobody knows which way we're going to go with it and everybody is on edge because you double covers Brock Bowers. Well, there's that guy, Darnell Washington, that's very large and very good at football. And so you're, 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 you've got him, you've got lad who's still showing up and catching, catching great passes. I mean, we, we just got such an assortment of guys on the offensive side. And he, like I said, Kenny had a quiet game and, um, but we just we, got, we moved the ball around so much, and we got, a, a head, we got so far ahead that we weren't, didn't have to leave starters in the whole game. And so we were able to let a lot of guys get in and, and, and make some plays. But you're right. I mean, our offense, and I don't, like, I don't like doing this whole Alabama comparison, but the offense looked different from year to year, and it's based on who you have on the team. And so you can go back and look at these Alabama teams from a few years ago, and their offense would change based on who their personnel were. And that's what you're seeing with us is you've got a whole offseason of Stetson at quarterback and, and all these playmakers at the receiver position. Mm-hmm. Well, heck, yeah, you need to change your offense. Our offense last year would not make sense for this team that we have right now. Yeah. And, uh, and and so that's where Munkin's brilliance and, and, and him understanding – because like I, I said it last season too. I said he's he's the guy just looking at how he's calling plays. He's going to get it he's going to put our team our, our offense in the best position for what we have yeah. and he's doing that he's doing that right now he's he's like we got all these beasts on the we got all these beasts on the outside get them the ball and let them make a play and that's what that's what they're that's what they're doing and it's yeah. and it's successful so far because these they're playing off of our guys so uh, these screens are able to work because you look at their second and you look at their corners and everything. They're having to stay back because they're going to blow by them if they if they play up on them because they don't have anybody that can cover them. And so that leaves us that leaves us able to make some plays out there. And so um, hey, if
1: they're going to keep doing it, keep keep doing it. So <laughs> you just made me remember something that I noticed in the whenever I was rewatching the highlights. Uh, so the play we were brought catches it over the middle wide open, and then takes it, you know, scoots around a couple guys and takes it to the end zone uh, in, in that same play. Go back and watch. Dylan Bell is, is in the play. And he, I don't know if he just didn't know that Bowers had already caught it, but he is in the background behind Bowers, and he's like, he doesn't see the Stetson's throwing it, but he, like, looks up. Like, he's like he's just, he's, he's beat his guy. And he, like, looks up like he's about to catch it over his shoulder, and it's not there. And then he just tur- looks down, and he's like, Oh, Brock's got it. <laughs> and he's—I don't even know if he blocked anybody, but he just was like—he was just so. I think that's just this—this this offense is like, man. All of a sudden, we got this well-oiled machine. And i i to, to me, I, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Like, you know, this is kind of one of those things that, like, you go from having this all-American defense, top to bottom, greatest, maybe the greatest defense that's ever been assembled in, in the history of college football. And then all of a sudden you're like, Man, we got a freaking good offense. Like and we had a good offense last year. People just don't realize we're just on another level right now, offensively. And I think the defense is, is awesome. I mean <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody, but yeah, they're averaging three point three, you know, points a game against us. So at some point people are gonna be like, All right, well the defense is probably maybe is is as, as good as last year. I don't know, but there's just there is some small things that I've noticed with the defense, you know, obviously the sack numbers and the lack of interior pressure and things like that that are a little bit of alarming uh situation. And then you saw Kamari Hold on, let me give Kamari a real nice shout out real quick. Dude is old school. Have you noticed that? He has nothing on his arms. Uh-huh. I He's got no it. no gloves, no no whatever you, armbands or whatever, nothing. i I love that. So I'm like I'm not going to dog the guy because that's awesome. Uh, but he did you know he has he's still got some some room to learn and you could tell that he was he's still trying to get adjusted to the speed but i think he's going to be a player i think there's there's a reason if you're a defensive back and you're playing on kirby smarts football team and starting on kirby smarts po- football team you're meant to meant to be there um but real quick one thing you mentioned earlier was about how we're kind of adopting that same mindset that Alabama's had, where they've kind of adapted to their personnel kind of thing. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head because you know I go back and you think about Alabama. I we we established that there was a shift whenever Blake Sims. The first year Blake Sims was a quarterback, and I think Lane Kiffin. It was I think it was Kiffin's first years at OC um, there. But you know Blake Sims, and that was a completely different offense starting with him. But I think about the running backs in those situations. You had Derrick Henry, and I, I think there was probably a, a guy or two between them, but you had Derrick Henry, who's just a power, like run the ball downhill, he'd lower the shoulder, kind of kind of running back, who tur- who's turned into one of the best running backs in the NFL, uh, probably the best, maybe behind Chubb. Uh, but then you slowly morphed, Alabama morphed into having Najee Harris, who was a very similar-sized running back, but had this specialty of catching the ball out of the backfield like Kenny, so we're, I mean it's not I mean they're no nowhere near the same size kind of player. But I feel like that's similar to how we are developing here. It's like all right, well we don't have a Nick Chubb, we don't have a I mean we don't we don't have a Zeus, you know we don't have a guy like Zeus and 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 I, I, we may have a Cook, we just haven't discovered him yet. But right now. We have a guy who can, can excel at catching the ball out of the backfield, and there's no reason not to take advantage of that. So, I I think that's a that was a great point you brought up earlier about that.
0: Well, and we're and, and at this rate too, it's it's will our offense look the same next year? I mean, you, you just don't you don't ever know, and I think it's about how how well we're adjusting. I think ha, ha, knowing who your quarterback's going to be, having that confidence going into the season, really helped us there. So. Uh, I, I really, I, I really think that has given us some consistency. Like I said, even though we knew that about JT, but I think the identity of knowing Stetson's our guy, there's not really anybody nipping at his heels. It's this is this is for sure where we're where we're at, and uh, so I, I feel, I, th- I think that just. Just that comfort and that, that knowing, that certainty of who your guy is, is yeah. um, is good. But it is nice to have a guy like Carson Beck as your backup, who um, who was who was looking pretty good out there.
1: But um, speaking of stat, real quick, I'd, you know, Kirby said that he was overhydrated or whatever, drank too much. I got a buddy who thinks that it was probably probably more of the opposite. He was a little little dehydrated, uh, and take that as you will. But. That's, that's just what I was told by someone, that it, it was probably more more likely. There wasn't wasn't substantial evidence of this, but he said it was probably more likely that he was a little dehydrated from potentially the night before. Where I'm like, well, crap, don't they, like, go stay at a hotel somewhere? He's like, yeah, but, you know, there are ways. <laughs> so, I
0: don't yeah, know, the guy's man. Tw- the guy's 25 years old. He can go and do as he, as he pleases. Yeah, holy,
1: <laughs> holy crap. Like, he's been he legal a age for four years now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Some of these kids, I mean, it's it's, it's sometimes it's, it's just tough to think about it. But he's been doing this for a long time. He's <laughs> he he is he knows how to play this game. So, uh, yeah. Whenever he is said he closer that, I was like, to
1: us in age. He's is he closer to us in age? as he is like a, a freshman in college? Oh yeah, for sure. Or is he split? He's like splitting the difference there. It's you know because freshmen would be like eighteen
0: years old. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we're 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 closer to him than than these kids. No, uh, no, 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 he's closer to us. Yeah, yeah. That, that sorry, <laughs> um, yeah, just kind of crazy to crazy to think about. I, I would not have thought about that, but you're exactly right. Um,
1: well, it just hit me. Um, so
0: let's let, let's talk about this defense because I, I do think it's it's very underrated, and I do think. Um, I think one of the things that we are seeing is, is yes, we're, our our sack numbers are are down. Um, obviously, one only one sack, but I do think you, you talked about it a little bit. Jalen Carter is is still producing. He is still ripping through these offensive lines. I mean, he is just he's tearing through them. But these guys are having to they're having to double team him. They're having to do a lot of stuff. But they're they are scheming around how big he is and how fast our, our guys are. So, a lot of quick – I mean, these offenses, they're not holding on to the ball long. I mean, they really are trying to get rid of the ball to, to, to prevent a lot of the chaos that they know that we can, we can cause. Right. Um, so, I, I do think it, it's definitely not – our front seven is definitely not what it was last year. But defensively, I do think people are accounting for how fast we are and how strong Jalen Carter is. And they're trying to get the ball out of these quarterbacks' hands as quickly as possible, and um, and, and so we're still getting some pressure on them. And, and I do think there there needs to be. I mean, you always want more when it comes to that chaos figure. Uh, you don't want uh, you you don't want them to be able to sit back there all day. But um, but man, our Malachi Starks another uh, another another interception. Oh, I got to mention my my buddy uh, Devin. Somebody, uh, when Spencer Rattler threw that deep ball down the sideline on one of their first drives, uh, caught the ball, and it was, it was a great, it was a beautiful throw, and he caught it, and um, my buddy Devin, he texted one of our groups, and he was like, yeah, uh, for every one of those, Spencer throws two picks, so don't worry, and then yeah. literally, like two yeah. plays later, <laughs> he throws the interception, <laughs> and uh, which is not hard to predict, because he does throw a lot of interceptions, and uh, did that again uh, uh, this past Saturday, but uh, but the the term keeps coming up opportunistic. I mean, we're making plays on on these on, on uh, defense and getting the ball back, even when there's some some offensive yards being put up. Um, we're just not allowing them to not allowing them get down there and score. I mean, we're just we're we're keeping guys they're just not able to move the ball, even if they are to be able to create a drive, we. We stifle them with an interception or, or make them make a mistake. And, um, and even our second team, I mean, to see the way after the game, Nolan was being interviewed and somebody said something about um, that the touchdown wasn't scored on the starters. And, and Nolan like puffed up and he's like, if you're in the game, you're a starter or something like that. And I was yeah. like, I see, what, yeah. I, see what he's, I see what you're going for. But I mean, it, it even – it to him, he's like, it's our defense. We got scored on our defense and that's a – so yeah. we're going to go back and look at the film and see what happened, and uh, and and you just you love that. That's what you. That's what gets you. That's what gets you excited because there's that that standard. That's what he's talking about. There's that defensive standard at Georgia, and it's mm-hmm. like man, offense is exciting, but when you got a defense that nobody can do anything to, to me that I will take that every single time. It's just the, it's the most beautiful thing to watch to me.
1: <laughs> man, Nolan has been awesome. He, and I'm not talking about like his on-field performance has been fine, but he is just the way that he has presented himself off the field in these interviews. It's been it's been pretty awesome to see him kind of just take the reins on this on this leadership role. I, and I thought that he was a leader last year too, but he knew his his role was. I mean, he knew N'Kobe, like we talked about. He knew Nakobe was the leader. He knew he was the field general in that situation. But Nolan, the way he's presented himself and I, I I appreciate it, but he's also he's playing pretty well. But you know you also got to think like man, this guy comes back. He's not thinking about. I think he. I mean, obviously he thought he's thinking about his career. Like he, that can't. That's not something that you just put on the back burner. But at the same time, it's like he's more worried about making sure he is a good leader on this team than he is racking up stats. And he's getting rotated a lot. We're getting guys, fresh guys in there, and he's not. He's not in every kind of defensive formation we have. So. I can just appreciate a player who goes in and, I mean, like in this game, I, I don't know what exactly. I mean, Nolan had three tackles, you know, and, you know, one tackle for a loss. So, you know, Nolan had like a, a decent day for an outside linebacker. But, man, a guy like you, you see so many me guys after a game like that who just like, you know, disgruntled, don't want to talk to the media, you know, don't want to give credit to anybody else, you know, don't want to talk about the team talk about like, you know, they talk about how they wanted more production or whatever and you know, a la Brenton Cox. You know, Brenton Cox is a great example. He's a me guy. Uh Nolan is not and and I can appreciate that in uh, this this day and age.
0: Oh man, absolutely. And it's and it's that that word that they kept talking about last year. They're still talking about that connection and and talking about what they what they have on defense and uh I'm just we've still got a lot of that same energy and it takes guys like Nolan who are keeping that mentality alive on our defense and focusing on the the little things and working on having that synergy to be able to 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 have the success defensively that we're looking for and our guys are just so fast i mean you're not seeing many yards after the catch you're, you're not seeing much because our guys are just there and making and tackling well and just basic mm-hmm. stuff i mean that's just that's what you want especially these young guys are tackling well uh very few i mean there are some mistakes and things that you you wish they had done maybe done this a little better or tackle a little lower or whatever the case is but for the most part i mean a lot of the fundamentals you're, you're seeing our guys uh really really do at a, at a at a high level and and that's to me that's what is exciting early on and because of the rotation we we talk about it every year kirby and his rotating on the defense is just it plays dividends down the line into the middle end of the year when you're in these bigger games and guys are fresh and then everybody behind them has had significant playing time you're, yeah. you're taking it you're taking a risk putting these young guys in so early in games to to be exploited but at the same time you're you're giving yourself insurance down the down the line that they've got confidence and they've got playing time to be able to succeed whenever we're put into those situations so say we go to a kentucky and uh and things we get we're, we're not able to start moving the ball when we're down and they, they go up by two scores something like that you've got to have a defense or you got to be able to have these guys that are ready to can can kind of flip that switch and, and be able to last the game, keep keep everything, uh, keep fresh, and make sure that we're able to to play a, a good game. And so, just what even what we're doing offensively, we're we're putting every we're letting everybody touch the ball, and so it, it's the same way. Uh, it, that just we don't talk about that enough, and how important that rotating is, and then holding everybody to that standard of like if you're on the field. You're just as important as the last guy that was on the field. (laughs) I mean, and and that, and expecting them to perform at the same level. You're on this team, so you're expected to play to this standard,
1: and uh, that's what's fun. That's what's fun to watch. No, it definitely is. It's it's also a lot of fun watching uh, number number twenty four, Malachi. It's just (laughs) God, that guy. He had another interception. Huge. That guy's a ball hawk. Another interception. Took it forty-two yards back. That kid is special. I'm excited to see what he is, uh, what he's gonna end end up like. I mean, he's gonna grow so much this season. I mean, that's the thing is that you can, you know, he came in early. You know, he he learned more about the defense in, in that time and was able to prepare to be in this moment, right? Uh, and I think that's huge. I mean, we don't we don't really harp enough on this early enrollee stuff about how these kids come in. I think Mikel did too. And you know what? M- M- Mikhail is starting – he started the first game. And he started – I think he started this game, I believe. Um, and he, and you've seen how that guy – I mean, does he not remind you so much, Chancey, of, of Trayvon? Like, he just <laughs> looks like a Trayvon clone. He looks like a mix of Trayvon and, like, a little, little bit of, of a Aziz, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's got that speed. He's – Hey, man you, you can list off a bunch of these guys that we've had uh, uh, on the edge like in the past you know past five years but that's um mikhail and, and malachi and i'm just really impressed with this group of freshmen i think they're extremely mature for for where uh you know for for their age and, and where they are in this program i i want to see a little bit more out of you know some of our offensive talent um but at the same time, you got guys like Dylan Bell, you know, who's who's putting in some time. Maybe Branson's gonna get some more carries. Who knows? He'll get carries this weekend for sure. Uh, so it's man, this this defense though is just special in that it's a very much so a team mentality. And I think mm-hmm. like you know, your your stars on this defense are guys who are grinders. They're not guys. They're not me guys. They're not guys that are trying to say, oh look what I did. Look what he did. You know, you've got Chris Smith, you've got Jalen Carter, and you got Nolan Smith. Uh, those are the three. I mean, Dumas Johnson. I mean, you can't have a middle linebacker that's not a grinder, man. I'm telling you, you know that guy. <laughs> I think that you've seen time and time again that guy. It's just he just wants to be. He knows the standard that we've set over the last few years, and he wants to be that guy. He really, he really had a good day. Um, he
0: was, he was everywhere, um, just just making plays. Uh, I mean, you start looking down these names and I'm like, these guys are these guys are starting to show up and they're and they're playing well, man. I'm excited. Uh heck Dan Dan, big pick. Big pick from from yeah. from Dirty Dan. Awesome. I mean, just yeah. uh just went up and took the took the ball from the receiver. I mean, everybody's showing up and playing hard and, and that's what you that's what you want. So I I think the offense has surprised everybody with how big of a jump it's had, but I think the lack of the lack of a drop defensively is still, to me, the, the most exciting piece because we thought yep. we were going to have to put all these points just to maintain to maintain the gap that we were having with other teams when, in fact, right. our gap is larger <laughs> than it was last year. And, and that's, to me, that's the exciting part is we're – I think we're having less points scored on us now than we did at the beginning of, of last season uh, so far. I mean, obviously at Clemson at the beginning of last year, they scored – what was it three points or a touchdown or whatever it was three um yeah three points and um anyway just just exciting and 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 these numbers that we're putting up and the numbers that we're not allowing to be put up on us are are pretty pretty jaw jaw dropping and 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 fun
1: lots of fun man everybody loves a good offense but I, i i think you again hit the nail on the head it's like I think everybody expected our offense to make this big leap forward. Uh it's weird because we're doing things that our defense did last year. You know, one one man goes down, it's like you step in and it's like you don't miss a beat. Same thing with our offense this year. I mean, it's you get AD Mitchell, who's arguably our best receiver, goes down, it's like, "Man, so what? You know, we got Brock Bowers, we got Lab McConkey. We got all these guys that are just playmakers and I this team is not near as deep as you would think as far as experience goes like that's the thing is that this is still a very young team we're not looking at a bunch of guys i mean you think about the old guys on this team you got curious you got chris smith i mean you would even consider jalen carter like on the older side of this team and that's how young it is and we're still having that production from both sides of the ball but you're right the defense holding steady i think it's not the biggest surprise i always i thought this defense was going to be good I just didn't think we were going to be – and let's let's not overreact. We're still – we still have not been truly tested. I don't know when we're going to get tested because it sure it sure as hell ain't going to happen in the next three weeks. Like, <laughs> you got Kent State, Missouri, and Auburn. I'm sorry, but it, it ain't going to happen in the next three weeks. It but, sounds uh, like
0: Sounds like our biggest threat is going to be, in quotes, dehydration. Uh, <laughs> I,
1: I, <laughs> well – I mean let's uh let's just hope that uh let's just hope that we don't like slip up and go to Columbia and forget where we are and, you know, let them score more than three points. That would be terrible. Um <laughs> yeah, man. It's this 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 thing is let's let's enjoy this while we're while we're at it and I just want to make sure this November slate is gonna be tough and I think we just I think people are just now realizing that this is you know, this September schedule after Oregon piece of cake you got early october we get some home games i mean hell i'm going to my first home game this weekend uh you know as a fan uh it's just it's weird that we are almost like i said almost a third of the way through the season but man it's uh i'm excited to get get into the beef of it but i'm also just saying that look let's make sure we get some of these things shored up and then we'll be able to be unstoppable and I think, you know, we're, I know we almost look unstoppable right now, but I think we can get to another level to where people are like, all right, well, you already got Feinbaum. Did you see what Feinbaum said today? He said that, I don't even want to, I don't even want to taste this rat poison, but he said something about how we have usurped Alabama as the top program in the country. And I'm just like, let's, don't, don't say that. Like, let's just, let's just pretend that, I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. But anyway.
0: Well, Feinbaum's, he's also, um, Questionable in most things that he says, and, um, which is the allure, I guess, to him. So, uh, but, yeah. but anyway, uh, he's but yeah. the
1: epitome of a talking head. Try, quite, yeah. He's quite literally all,
0: way. all just a giant head, <laughs> and it's just, that's all he's got. And so, uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to be back in Athens. Like I say, we've had all this season and we've only had one game at home. Uh, yeah. so it's, it's going to be good. I, will uh, I'll actually be headed up there myself. Um, Hopefully, uh, hopefully have some good weather and, um,
1: should be, should be a good time. So looking forward to it. So I am going to, I'm planning to be at the game unless my wife kills me. I am planning to be at the game. I told her, I said, look, he wakes up at four o'clock in the morning. I'm, I'm the one to get him, you know, I'll get him. And then I'll leave at about 10, 1030. Is that okay? And she's <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, you know, we'll see. I, I, I mean, I'm going to the game. It just depends on whenever I can leave. What time are you planning on leaving your tailgate is my question. Because I'm probably only – I mean, I'm probably going to go towards campus. I would love to come by Bulldog Park beforehand, but I just don't know if that's going to happen. But Well – uh, I didn't think y'all would be coming up for this one, so I'm excited. Well, most,
0: most of the group is not coming up, um, but I'm going to be missing – I think I'm going to be – I'm not missing Auburn, but there's my chance I'm probably going to miss Tennessee. So um, – yeah, it's don't even get me started. Um, but uh, don't tell me you have a wedding. It is not over wedding, but something in the ballpark. But anyway, we'll we'll navigate those waters. Uh, I'm I'm still still figuring out some details. But um, anyway, so I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to whatever I'm trying I'm trying to get to whatever games I can at this point. So uh, just one Ooh. of those seasons, kind of a weird schedule. Ooh. So uh, yeah, yeah, you and me, you and me both. So indy hoot uh we won't I'll go down those roads for you thanks i appreciate it but uh but yes definitely planning on being there and um uh this weekend and so got to make the make the most of it so but uh but but anyway like you said it's gonna be kind of a quick or kind of a easy next couple weeks uh lord willing and because um, these teams are playing not that good and we're we're playing at a at another level so yeah. uh we're playing kent state there's your preview yeah zero, zero preview all right what time are you getting are you coming in on friday yes coming in on friday should should be there um i'm trying to leave middle afternoon so it'll be should be kind of evening evening when I get there a after dinner so
1: let me see uh let me see what i can work out maybe we can go get a beer
0: i like the sound of those things so
1: <laughs> Keep all right me Sounds good, brother. Well, I, at this point, like I'm, I'm probably in debt on this whole weekend, you know, with, <laughs> with the whole taking taking care of our son kind of thing. So, let me let me see what I can work out. Maybe we'll, I don't want to say anything. I, I shouldn't have even say anything, but maybe I'll, I'll text you later. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> hey, but this will be the first time we'll both be in Sanford for you know for the first time uh, both both sorry both at the same time for the first time this year. So, uh, looking forward to it. All right, brother. Go, dogs. Dogs on top.